0: G'day, it's Ben Davis. Thanks for catching up on Mornings here on SENQ. You know what? You can also catch up some great content with other SEN shows, such as Brekkie with Patty and Heels, The Captain's Run with Cameron Smith and Denon and Kemp, all on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. But until then, sit back and enjoy and make sure you tell your mates. It's actually going to be the first question I'm going to ask a man who's on the line right now. We should be talking cricket, but you know what? I'm going to get into this Melbourne Cup and then we'll talk World Cup. Greg Ritchie, a very good morning to you, mate.
1: Hey, G'day, Ben, great to be with you, pal. Uh, I loved listening to what you just spoke about then, friend. You are uh, right on the money. It is history. It's tradition. It's a part of our culture, our diggers, those wonderful men and women who have, you know, represented us and fought for the great freedoms that we have in Australia, fought for the freedoms and the life that we have out here. Um, They loved the Melbourne Cup and its tradition. 1965 is the first one I can remember, Ben, and a horse called Lightfingers won it. And I remember sitting at home with my father, who had um, not a lot of money, who had backed Lightfingers, and won about three quid and thought it was nearly a week's wages. Uh, <laughs> thought it was bloody really fantastic. Yesterday, I spent it, mate, in answer to your questions that you're asking your audience, um, on the driving range at Sanctuary Cove in Queensland, in a big marquee. We ran sweepstakes. We had 220 people present. Now, they were all of my ilk, my age in their 60s, but these people are traditionalists, mate. We They're There's not a lot of wokeness in that tent. These are people whose fathers and brothers and sisters have fought for Australia to give us the great freedoms that we enjoy, one of which is going to the races and and giving our kids safe school environments. And if the teachers aren't drumming this culture into our children, well, then it's pretty poor. I know my daughter was involved in a sweep at school so, Good honour.
0: Yeah, good, good. Yeah. On. I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad. I'm glad somewhere that they are still doing this. Sadly, it's it's not. It's not the experience with, with my kids at, uh and, and they go they go to a, a public school. So the state school. So yeah. I, I'm just i, I, I I'm, I'm, I'm I'm just fearful, Kat, that we are losing something that is part of it. But why? Is it because that life is so fast moving around us now? We have other distractions. I just hope we don't lose this. And I'm so glad that that is how you spent Melbourne Cup Day. I spent it with the hosting the Endeavour Foundation's Melbourne Cup uh, luncheon, which was primarily yeah. a fundraiser. So you can, it can mean so many different things to so many different people and Absolutely. so many different organisations so I'm glad yeah. that um, I'm glad that you did that and I'm glad that your daughter had that experience too mate I don't know then after the shandies you may have been having one two or seven yeah. in that marquee were you able to stay up and push through and watch Australia and watch Glenn Maxwell and what he did in the early hours of this morning?
1: Oh, Ben, I've got to be honest with you, mate. I I went to bed. Uh, I said to my wife, uh, Rachie, I said, I've got to go to bed, love. And I said, I've got a feeling I may miss one of the great innings in one day cricket. I said, I just don't think he can continue in this vein. But I said, oh, I can't stay up. I woke this morning and said, hey, I said you were right. You missed one of the great <laughs> innings. And I've just been reading about it. I I can watch the replay, but mate what an innings. What a performance um, something that'll stay in folklore in Australian cricket for decades to come. What a player. Um, I love watching him play. Um, the pain and the the the, the adversity he faced to to get Australia to the winning line was um, was amazing. I had seen it once before live, uh, such an innings. In a test match um, at a place called Chennai or the Old Madras, when uh, my roommate for the week in that test match was a gentleman called Dean Jones. And he made 201 an innings that I still consider to be the greatest test innings I've ever seen. Um, And he was falling to the ground. He was vomiting. He was uh, cramping. But like Maxwell did, he kept getting up. And uh, got the job done. We tied that game. Mm. We didn't win it. But Maxwell's effort last night, incredible. And you know what? I've got to say, Cummins, whilst he only made 12 in that partnership of uh, whatever it was, the eighth wicket, 100 and... Was it 200, I think, the partnership? Yes. (laughs) 202. Uh, Yeah, he only made 12. The (laughs) the situation was, Maxwell uh, quotes this morning and says... Look, it wasn't just swinging willy nilly. We had a plan. So the two of them still kept their heads and planned how they were going to do it. But to pull it off is remarkable. Great, great performance by Cummins to keep his um, his number one batter going. But Maxwell, I take my hat off to you. That was ex- That was just special. No, I don't want to sound like Bruce McAvaney, but that was. Just- just special, Ben.
0: Unbelievable, mate. Greg, I'll get to Chennai Madras and Dean Jones in just a moment, but let's go back to Pat Cummins there. I, I think there's so I, – I think that is as special innings as, as Maxwell because he needed to stay in. He needed to do what he did for Maxie Absolutely. to actually do what he – what's that like being at the other end when someone is on a uh, on a tear like that and, and you need to, yeah. to hold yeah. on?
1: Well, it's it, – it, it's a very fine balance when, when the bloke at the other end is tearing them apart. Um, and you, you know that if you lose his wicket, you're gone. Because there's a fine line between saying to him, just kind of keep your head to some degree. Yeah. You don't want to say too much because, you know, you don't want to muck up his momentum. Um, but you just support him, just telling him great shot, good shot, fantastic, keep him going. In between overs, talk about anything else bar what the situation is. Um, Keep his spirits up. Just keep him focused on what he's doing because you identify yourself that um, the bloke at the other end is hitting them right in the middle of the bat. And Cummins would have seen that. Uh, Cummins would have seen it doesn't matter where they bolt to him. Uh, He's got the ability uh, and the power and he's hitting them. He's in that sort of rare form that he can uh, just hit boundaries like he did at, at will, and the, the, the situation was uh, that I enjoyed reading this morning. Was come um, Maxwell said we we had it down to one of all. So he said I knew if I just stayed at one end and hit two two boundaries and over, um, we'd get the job done. I mean that's very very good thinking in a time where your body's telling you just lay down. Um, that's uh, to keep the mental. Um, and he both he and Cummins they would have planned that said yeah two two boundaries and over the bowling wasn't sensational and maxwell would have felt confident that he could have made two three boundaries and over which is going to get the job done just brilliant mentally mental toughness in that situation um only few players have it glenn maxwell's one of them
0: Dean Jones, the other, and we are speaking to Greg Ritchie, who was there when the innings. They are comparing this to. I know it's two different forms of cricket, but both yeah. on the same, yeah. both on the same part of the world, in conditions yeah. that were quite similar. The mental strength. I mean, what what you saw, Dean Jones's body yeah. go through, his mind go through.
1: Yeah. Well, I had the pads on. I was next in. Um, so I sat there with the pads on for a long time. I felt confident I wouldn't bat for a long time because he was in the same form as Maxwell. It didn't matter where they bowled to him. He was able to hit, pierce the field or hit it over the boundary or into the boundary. Um, but his, his uh, physical um, problems were enormous. I mean, he would go down and play a sweep shot off Meninda Singh and then he just couldn't get up. He, he would just cramp. And there was a situation where about six or seven balls, he'd play the shot, hit it for four. Our physio would have to run out and get him up off the deck because the Indians weren't going to help him. Um, they were appealing to the umpires that he should retire Hurt. Bob Simpson was running out on the ground saying, you're not retiring Hurt. Alan Border, his captain, just like Cummins at the other end, saying all the right things to him. How you you going? Keep it going. He'd hit a shot. He wasn't running too much, nor was Maxwell, but he'd hit a shot, walk over to the side of the wicket, and um, no no nicer way to say it, and vomit. Poor bugger. Mm-hmm. Um, when he when he left the field, um, obviously I went out to bat to join Border, but when Jones came into the dressing room, he uh, physically collapsed. He fell to the floor, and um, he lost a lot of fluid, um, his body shut down, and he was rushed to hospital and spent the next three days in hospital, um, which was terrific for me because I had the room to myself. Um, but anyway, <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> what about you? I bet I bet the chafe index would have been higher too, just quietly.
1: Yeah, yeah, it was. Um, it, it, look, he uh, that was a great innings, but I'm not going to, you know, poor old Dino's no longer with us. Yeah. He was a great mate, and no, I figured out. Um, at this form of the game, 50-over game. But, oh, man, uh, Glenn Maxwell may well have surpassed him uh, in stature with that innings last night in the 50-over game. Mm. Just brilliant. How does he... Look, how does he hit them back over his head, and reverse sweeps and all that? If I'd have tried that, i have had no teeth. I'd have, I'd have got whacked in that. I just don't... Uh, they play a game with which I'm not familiar. I do not know how they pull off those shots. It's brilliant to watch. When they get out, it doesn't look terrific. But when it it comes off, I just don't know how they do it. Hit flick shots back over their head, over the wicketkeeper's head. It's brilliant. They practice it very hard. They're very skillful. Glenn Maxwell, brilliant.
0: Brilliant indeed, and brilliant to catch up with you too, mate. Thank you for sharing. Thank oh, you for okay. taking us on that journey. And um, enjoy enjoy the, the last 24 hours, soak it up, the tale of two cups, the Melbourne Cup and the World Cup.
1: Yeah, absolutely, mate. And And good on you, Ben, for letting your audience know, your listeners know, that it's so vital that we teach our kids our culture, our traditions, one of which is the race that stops a nation, the Melbourne Cup. It's to be celebrated. Our diggers, I'll say it one more time, our men and women of the armed forces who fought for Australia in all of those conflicts, World War I, two, Korean War, Vietnam, Afghanistan, um, they fought for us to give us this wonderful country that we have so that we can enjoy events like the Melbourne Cup. Our kids shouldn't be taught to stop looking forward all the time at climate change and all the rest of it and scaring the bejesus out of kids. Look backwards sometimes. Look at what our grandfathers and great-grandfathers did and mothers, every race who who were, were in the Australian Armed Forces, you know, Aboriginal, Italian, Greeks, all of those people who represented Australia in those conflicts, Celebrate them. Go to the Melbourne Cup, have a little flutter, have a couple of beers, and enjoy some time with your mates. It's Australia, it's the greatest nation in the world. That's enough from me, Ben. I'm, <laughs> mate.
0: Mate, mate, well said. Appreciate it, and always good to chat. Gre- Greg Ritchie calling it and seeing it how he is, but he was also calling it and seeing how it was with Dean Jones too back in '86. Outstanding stuff. Thank you for the chat, mate. Thirteen, thirteen, fifty-five, oh, four, six, seven, seven, three, six, seven, three, six. We're off and running this Wednesday morning.